0: Welcome back to the Road to the Olympics podcast, I'm your host Stephen Scullion, or if you're new to this channel, I'm an Irish marathon runner, I run 209 for the marathon, and recently competed at the Tokyo Olympics, albeit not very well, but I guess that was the whole purpose to start this podcast, I go through the good parts, the ugly parts, and everything in between, how I've struggled with mental health, how running's really helped me get back to you know, the highs of life, the happy parts of life, and I hope you can gain something insightful out of today's episode. Hey guys, so hope everybody's doing well. I thought on today's podcast, I would cover if and when you should um, take easier days in training. Um, I guess it's kind of popped up lately with myself where, you know, I've been feeling tired. But of course, I appreciate that that's also part of marathon training. And so I guess it can be difficult it can be difficult at the best of times to know when is the, you know, when is the opportune or when is the right moment to take training a little bit easier. Or, you know, are you, sorry, I'm just closing the windows. Or, I guess, are you, are you getting feelings that you're being lazy? Are you getting feelings that, you know, you need to do more training because you've perhaps missed training or neglected training. Um, and I, and I think it's a good, a good opportunity because it, it, it kind of popped up for me. Um, and so I guess there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that come from experience. So there's, you know, you're looking at 20 years or more of training and, you know, I tried to make Rio Olympics, and then I obviously did make Tokyo Olympics. And in that process, there's a lot of there's a lot of learning, which which kind of then puts you in these positions in sport and in life. Hopefully that you learn from your mistakes and then perhaps in future you make better calls, better judgment. Um, and and I probably take that for granted. And so, you know, I've had it's been three weeks up the mountain. You know, I've just done a podcast and, and in a way you're probably bragging a bit and, and boasting about how much training you're doing. And, and then I kind of take a little step back from that. And I'm like, Stephen, you know, you've ran a good marathon before, right? And you were not running 110 to 120 mile a week. So just be careful. Have a look at what you've been doing. I had got to the point where I was I was waking up most days and or if I napped I'd wake up from the nap most days and there'd be a real tiredness not a yeah the the legs would be tired and I kind of got used to it and then the legs would be tired in sessions and again I kind of got used to that I got used to that feeling of dragging my quads I suppose you could say um but of course, you're at altitude, you're marathon training, there's supposed to be some element of tiredness. And if you're never tired, and you've never pushed yourself to a place of tiredness, well, then perhaps you can train a little bit more. So there's a couple of things I'm going to address. One is at what point when you are starting to get tired, do you back off? And how would that look? Um the other would be tiredness might not be your limiting factor. I am a pretty durable athlete and therefore tiredness is likely what's going to create injuries for me whereas some people their limiting factor would be body strength, resilience, um, you know, durability whereby it's not tiredness is going to create injuries, it's it's just biomechanically you're not perhaps sound or some certain parts of your body need work in terms of strength-based work or, or activation work or rehab work and so that's where you need to be careful that you perhaps need to back off even before you get tired because you'll get hurt um, and then number three can be looking at ways if you do start to feel tired some things that you might try first before you potentially, you know, decide to back off. So I think the bottom line is to be to be your absolute best at running in the in the ideal world, you're going to be able to train, you know, as much as you possibly can. I think that goes without saying. So, of course, within reason, right? So here's here's how I'm going to explain it if you can train as much as you can possibly train without getting too tired or injured, right? So injured is pretty self-explanatory because if you get injured, then you're going to miss training. And perhaps any training that you gained previously, once you start missing training, if any any listeners who have had injuries know that the cost of missing Is much higher than perhaps a couple of runs here or there that you gained that you did too much that forced the injury. It always hurts you more once you get that injury and you start missing training versus perhaps what you gained. Because to be good, you need to build good weeks, good months, maybe a full year, race experience, experience training, learning how to execute training, learning how to do the right training and learning how to push yourself in training then how to how, learning how to push yourself harder in races now that your fitness has got better it takes time and the one thing that needs to be consistent throughout all that is your health body mind etc cetera, etc cetera. so you don't want to get hurt and you want to stay the reason you want to stay below tired is because tired Can lead to injuries but also running acts as as a sponge right our body is like a like a like a big sponge it's not it's not a glass of water because a glass of water is too precise you can see at the exact point that you can no longer keep filling a glass with water in a sponge it's difficult to tell if you drain the sponge completely And if you take, that's probably like taking three to four weeks off training. Well, then it's pretty obvious that the sponge is completely empty and ready to absorb, you know, more and fresh and and new water. But when you're not emptying it regularly, which is what runners do, and that's important, you can't take three to four weeks off all the time. Well, how your sponge absorbs water is essentially through easier days, and harder days. So when you have a hard day, and that can be a hard day, might not just be intensity. A hard day could be a hilly run, a hilly long run. It could be lots of running. It could be running followed by lots of walking with family. Hard days are, you know, it's not just the the sessions. The body can find a lot of things hard. And it's not sort of, If you go and run a lot of speed work, you're gonna, you're gonna feel the fact that that was a hard day in, in like what's called DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness. But if you walk with the family for four hours and maybe you do your 80 minute run or 70 minute run before you go on that walk, you're actually fatiguing the central nervous system more. And so, yes, you might not wake up with sore calves or or, you know tight quads but you likely will wake up tired and I feel it's at that point that your sponge is pretty full and so here's the here's the kind of kicker not only is your injury risk increased massively there's no guarantee that if you go train more that day that you can absorb it it's kind of like bringing your sponge over to the water tap, but your sponge is kind of already full and you're, you're draining it in water, 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 water. And the sponge is going, "Mm, I don't know. I can't absorb anymore. I can't absorb anymore. And that's, that's in my view, that's how the human body works. So the, the cost of being tired isn't just injury risk is high. Let me just have a sip of my coffee. The cost can also be that you're not going to absorb this this good and hard work that you put in. Not only that, if if you don't train well because you're tired, well then confidence, you know, can really hit an all time low. And you're trying to protect yourself. I I've I've more recently, um, and not that I want to get sidetracked, and I really do hope I come back to point two and three. But you know I'm terrible for being sidetracked. I more recently got back in touch with um, a sports psychiatrist that I you know worked with previously, and it's kind of like everything's in a in a really good place, right? But I shouldn't I shouldn't necessarily be celebrating the fact that I'm able to spend you know three weeks up a mountain and I haven't left yet, right? And actually. Probably if I could cancel my final two weeks of accommodation and get a refund, I'd have probably been considering that. And that has nothing to do with running. It has nothing to do with performance. It has nothing to do with, um, like logical decisions and all this. It purely comes down to me kind of being me and, and always feeling like I need to react to something or always feeling like I need to do something or change something. And, and I, and I put, I got back in touch with this therapist and, and, and why you should take an easy day or a rest day or, or take a day a little bit easier when you're starting to get tired is exactly why that you're, you're making an investment. You're investing in your future. That's what that is. And so sometimes I've gone on camps and I've spent a thousand pounds on, you know, three more weeks accommodation. And then I've renewed the rental car, you know, I've driven to Barcelona, I've renewed the rental car, I've driven back up to Font-Rameau in France, and then I've called my mom and I've said, right, you know, I've made a decision, I've booked the next three weeks here, I renewed the rental car, things are going great, I'm going to stay here. And then two days later, she sees me back in London and she must think to herself, what is that boy doing? And... And I'm probably thinking, what is that boy doing? And the, the problem here is, right? That's about 1600 pounds that I never get back. Sometimes the hotel will suggest that I could use it again in future. The rental car company, it's just gone. But basically the investment that I'll make, the, the therapist that I speak to is pretty expensive. Um, You know, you're looking at like maybe £200 per session. But for me to speak to that therapist once a month, if that prevents uh, a £1,000 here or a £700 there where I pay for something and then change my mind, well, that's what the investment's for. That investment is put in place to essentially protect me from these future... Call them balls ups, cock ups, whatever you want to call it. So sometimes the the easy run or the easy day can feel can feel probably just how it feels when I send the therapist two hundred pounds. <laughs> it can feel like a a knife wound in the side, and that's a funny way to look at it. But it's true. It it can hurt. But if it it but if it saves you an injury where you have to miss ten days, if it saves you. Not getting too tired. You can get one of the big dangers. I've sort of considered recently. I've upped the training. I'm training more. There's no doubt about that. And I'm motivated, right? I I want to beat. I want to medal at the Commonwealth Games. I I don't. That's that's what I want. That's what I'm training for. That's what that's where my brain is when I'm out there running. And I maybe you know probably didn't need to run a double at all probably could have ran four miles but I do six I'm doing six because I'm like I want to be fucking prepared right and so but sometimes your your biggest weakness can be spreading that motivation across the week spreading it into other areas not just a run if you rest because you've decided that you've got too tired or And I am going to, my point two, I'm going to get to, oh no, I'm still on point one. How it would look, right? How it would look is, you woke up, you've been tired for quite some time. You've been able to do sessions and you're getting through them and you're still hitting your splits, but you're thinking to yourself, given how much I've been training, I should be fitter than this, right? And that likely means you are fitter than that, you're just a bit tired. And so because you're really fit, even when you're tired, you can still hit splits, right? And that's a dangerous area because by all accounts, you think to yourself, everything's fine. But if you've been training more than normal, your your fitness and your splits, they should be in a new place. They should be in a place you've never been before. They should be in a great place. They shouldn't just be in a okay place or like previous place. And so how it might look is normally on a run Monday, I run 60 minutes in the morning. I run 40 minutes that night. I done the 60 in the morning. And instead of doing the 40 minutes that night, I done yoga for for 20 minutes. And then I did a little bit of rehab. So I'm I'm not changing the whole week. I'm missing one run and I'm replacing it with something like yoga, stretching, rehab. I did some band work where I'm, you know, activating the glutes and the hips. And that means I'm not skipping training. I'm I'm modifying training to work for that day. And that's really, really important. So then what happens is today, you know, I have a session. So I'll go do I have a marathon session, it'll be 5k, 3k, 2k, 3k, 2k. And I'll see how that goes. And if that one day was enough to call it bring me back to life a bit, that's great. Life can move on. If I don't think that it's that it that it's quite worked yet, well then I might schedule another. Slightly easier day later in the week. You know, it could be, could be Wednesday instead of 60, 40. You know, you do similar 60 minutes in the morning. And what I try to do is not, not try to make up for that. So what you try not to do is when you get to Friday or you get to Saturday and you're like, God, I'm, I'm feeling good again. You know, I'm, I'm feeling really good. You don't, you don't then try to make up for the runs that you've missed. You miss them for a good reason. The only reason you're upset is that your end of week mileage or Strava or Garmin Connect, it doesn't look how you want it to look. It upsets you that the number, it's a, it's a, and I try not to swear as much in my podcast, but it's an, it's a numbers game. It's a F in numbers game. F the numbers, right? Think about your body. So, For the life of me, if I could remember what point number two was, I'd move on to that. But I can't remember, which is mental because it was me created the three points. And sometimes I think I get sidetracked in one answer and I probably merge the answer in number two. But I honestly cannot remember what point number two was. There was three points and point number one was when to start to take it easy you're getting tired. Why you should take it easy? That's important. Hmm. And how that might look. And I covered that. If it's a body, um, if the tiredness, no, it's not. The, I mean, this is a different point. First of all, I'm going to make a couple of points here. I've brought back Ask Skull Friday. I just tweeted about that this morning. Um. I, well, it was hashtag Ask Skull Friday. This time it's just hashtag Ask Skull because. I'm not always brilliant at publishing it on a Friday. And so what I'm going to do this time is I'm going to hope that questions come in and if questions come in, I will make a note of all of these questions. um, As in like all of them, rather than in the past, I used to kind of tweet once a week, like, Hey, send me in your questions. So this time I'm going to make a note of all of the questions. And then I'll use them as I kind of go through like the the weeks that I don't know, if there's ten questions and I can get through three on the first episode, I'll go through the next three on the next episode, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And that'll be enough probably for a while. So long as people are sending in questions to this original tweet. If nobody sends them in, well then I won't be able to answer any questions. Um but why i made that point is because if if people are struggling you know one of the points i made earlier is fatigue or tiredness can lead to injuries and you have to be careful with that i certainly have to be careful with that and then so me missing an extra run on a monday night might prevent an injury in a week's time through tiredness but some people are obviously gonna pick up injuries often before they get tired and so if that's a position that you find yourself in well then you can ask a question on twitter and you can ask you know ways to prevent injuries etc etc but that's a much different um i guess question and podcast to you know taking the easier days um and i've kind of moved away from the full easier week I'm probably one of the reasons I was actually running with Shania Diver on Sunday and it, it was something that we both kind of agreed upon. Like one of the, and I think on the podcast, I've complained about this countless times. I've often taken that easy week and thought to myself, this is really important. Um, it's going to help me freshen up. And then the easier week is finished and I've, I've got sick or I've picked up a little niggle. And all of a sudden I need to take another easy week and then everything backfires and I get all frustrated and I get all stressed and, and, oh, it's a mess. So everything I spoke about on this podcast, sometimes you can take two days easier. Sometimes you can take three days easier. You don't need to change everything. You could go cycle instead of run. You can tweak things. You can change your evening run from seven miles to four miles. I think as humans, sometimes we are ridiculous in that we we go so like, oh, I'm a little bit tired. I'm going to do nothing tonight. And your Monday night used to be a 5K run, gym, and maybe yoga. And all of a sudden you go nothing. And then then you feel worse the next day. And you're like, oh my God, there was me. I took an easy night. Why do I feel worse? And you feel worse because you don't realize that yoga was actually really good for you and, and recuperated you. And maybe going to the gym, you had, you know, social interactions that you, you rely upon. And, and we just, we're so, we're so caught up sometimes that we just bin everything. Oh, I'll do nothing. And then you do that for a few days. And then, yeah, you wonder why you sort of feel, feel garbage or feel rubbish. You know, if you're feeling tired, take the garment off. Go for a few runs where it's just you. Maybe you bring a podcast. Maybe you bring my podcast. Maybe you, you know, bring your, I've talked about it on a previous podcast. You, you buy yourself like a little Timex or a little, you know, just a stopwatch and you just run for time, just you and you and a bit of time and, and, and you take that pressure off. And it's amazing how much that can freshen you up, m- removing that pressure and removing that need to hit certain splits or certain times. Or, um, I had an athlete that I coach messaged me and, he was struggling and and there was a bit of anxiety there around sessions. And and I just said, wow, you know, like just take the fucking garment off. Just, just, you obviously love running. You obviously love what running does for you. You know, when it's all said and done, forget splits this week, just go and run. You know, if you want to do a fartlek that is as simple as from one lamppost to, you know, the next lamppost, that's fine. I think sometimes we, we, We're so perfectionist and we're so precise with things that we think everything needs to be super precise and super clear. It doesn't. And then what happens is it's we end up feeling like we're being choked because we can't hit the super precise and super clear. And and then we we beat ourselves up about that. And then in a moment of struggle, we beat ourselves up even more. Something happened the other day. I upset my calf a little bit about two weeks ago, and so I missed. An evening run, which killed me because all the boys were going on an evening run. The whole group was here. They were all going on an evening run. I was gutted, absolutely gutted. But I knew I'd had dry needling in my calf, and my calf was blown up at this point because the calf hates dry needling. So dry needles in the ball of my calf. I can barely walk. So it makes it worse before it gets better. And instead of punishing myself, I went and met the boys, let them go for their run, and then I went and got an ice cream. And anybody listening to understand the psychology that that took, I, instead of punishing myself because I had to miss an evening run, which most of us do, which is bullshit because you've just hurt your calf. You're not, you're not being lazy. You're being smart. I rewarded myself for making a smart decision. So I went to the ice cream and I got three big scoops of ice cream and absolutely loved it. It was great. So look, I hope I covered nice things today. Um, my, where I host the podcast, a website called Buzzsprout has kindly offered little advertisements. Um, and on that note, if you would like to be advertised on the podcast, you can get in touch. You know, if it's your company, if you're a race organizer, um, if you offer maybe coaching yourself or, um, if you do a podcast yourself, you know, feel very free. To get in touch and you know this isn't this isn't mega money or anything like that but i thought it would help and um, first of all it would help pay for the podcast which i think is like 36 dollars a month and then they they do little things they like they help improve the sound and and they allow me to upload um I don't know how long you can upload another one hour and 20 minutes of content this cycle. Yeah. There's like certain limits and things like that. So, um, yeah, they offered. And and so hope that's not bothering you guys. I, I get to pick, um, which advertisements I'm okay with. And so I tried to pick, um, advertisements that I guess like this one's called, this is not I did not choose this one, but there's a sex therapy podcast. Maybe I should have included the sex therapy podcast, but there's one about, oh, there's one there. Fuck boys and thoughts, the dirty secrets. So these are not being advertised in my podcast, but what is being advertised is becoming mind strong, um, the mindful midlife crisis. So I get to pick which kind of, you know, podcasts or other podcasts I'm willing to be advertised but yeah hopefully that doesn't bother you guys too much and like I said it puts me in a better position um when it comes to you know affording the podcast and 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 you know I guess I guess why not like um it'll pay for my therapy (laughs) god and that is bloody expensive um but look I hope you guys are well Take care and, you know, I hope you gain something insightful out of today's podcast.